Welcome to Season 3 of Rush of Fear Podcast, where we chat all things Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Orlando's premiere scare event. Tonight, for Episode 3, we're dissecting the very first spec map of HHN 32. Happy HHN 32 season. So now, let the mayhem begin. What a rush of fear. Hi, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whenever you're listening to this podcast. We are happy to be back so swiftly after our most recent episode on the 13th of February. I am here with my normal cast of characters. I have Michelle. Hello, everybody. And I have Kenneth. Hi, Kenneth. Hi. I like being a, a character. I know. <laughs> yeah, cast of characters. <laughs> yeah. We're the, we're, the, we're the huge group, the usual group, the usual suspects, mm-hmm. the home dogs, home skillets. I don't know. Oh, God. True. <laughs> Listen, home slice. home slice, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. <laughs> so sleepy. I was fighting to stay awake to record this episode. Kenneth and I were chatting about that before we recorded. Yeah. I'm um, drinking coffee right now. I'm um, drinking water. That counts, I guess. It, it, yeah, it does. <laughs> it's a liquid, as Erica from Stranger Things would say. <laughs> um, oh, my. Yeah, good lord. Well, anyways, uh, today is, I think, the start of HHN 32 season because the lovely HN Nightmares dropped their very first speculation map of the season. Woo! Wow! So awesome. <gasps> it has Maybe begun. I- it has begun. We will see you soon in the fog. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. That is tonight's episode. <laughs> <laughs> is this normal timing? We're just here to let you know it's out there. It's there. <laughs> yeah. Is this about the normal timing for the first spec map? It feels early to me, but then again, uh, I have no ooh. sense of time these days. What me is either. Time? I don't, I'm not sure. It is a social but construct. It's like Mid-February. I feel like that's pretty early. It maybe, maybe. it is. <laughs> We're just Who like knows? really on the ball this year. <laughs> we, I'm well, research you that. know, Gary, Gary has his tracker for when announcements are made, but he doesn't have a spec map tracker. So there's no way of easily going and finding right. when the season normally starts. I mean, I guess you could just scroll our Instagram feed. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. Michelle, is that what you're doing right now? I'm looking up the Twitters. Oh, you're, you're on Twitter. Okay. Hold on. I will go to our Instagram. We are so well-researched. I One of these days, we might actually <laughs> be prepared well, to I mean, record an spec- Well, here's the thing, though. When a spec map gets dropped, you got to go as soon as you can. Very Run, true. don't walk to the microphone. We don't have time to put all this stuff together right now. We got to get on here and talk about it. That's Very true. true. Very true. Okay. Uh, speculation map version 1.0 for HHN 31 was dropped on March 16th of 2022. Okay. You're much okay. We're like a month ahead of time. So that was, yeah, that was a month yeah. early. And then the first spec map for HHN 30 was March 21st, oh, 2021. Okay. So mid-March. So this one is a little early. 
But that's exciting. It was a Valentine's Day gift. Yay. Yes. Hooray. Love it. Yay. Hooray. That's Very kind exciting. of Valentine's gift. <laughs> it Honestly, yes. Halloween Horror Nights is the best kind of Valentine's Day gift. Um, cool. Well, I mean, we should just dive right in. Everyone has it pulled up. They're looking at it. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Audience, are you also looking at it? Because that would be very helpful for you specifically. Um, Cool. We only know the speculated houses at the moment. No scare zones uh, have been speculated and only one show has been speculated. But we should just start at the entrance. Yeah? Entrance of the park and work our way around. Cool. Um, Cool. Kenneth. What's our first house that is speculated? The first house on the list is actually not speculation. It has that's been true. officially announced. <laughs> yeah. And that's Chucky. And its placement is speculated. The, yes, the placement yeah. is speculated as uh, House A, which is in between the Universal Studios store and Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem. Yeah, which is where the um, Hellblock Horror was last year. Yeah, yeah. I liked that entrance. I don't know why, but it worked in my head. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, uh, well, maybe it was just because of the house, not because of the location, but like it was never a long line. Mm -hmm. Um, But having it like right next to that scare zone was like cool of like, wow, we just got in here and look, here's already a house. Yeah. And, um, I mean like the American horror story houses had their entrance there too. So it's not exactly like brand new, but it has been a while since there was a house entrance there. And so I do like, I like that spot. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. And we know, we know that this is actually coming. We know that Chucky is coming to the event. Yes. Um, what the house. Based on the show. Yep. Based on the show. I still haven't watched the show. Has anyone else? I haven't either. No. Yeah. No. I don't pay for the service where I could watch it, so that will have to be a financial decision closer to HHN. <laughs> it's on Peacock. I know that. Mm, I, th- I may pay for that, actually. Who's Peacock to say? Is, Peacock is, is free or what? $5 or $10. Right. Mm. Chucky <laughs> isn't free, though. I don't know. Maybe. I, I do the ad free, so... I don't know what's free and what's not. I'm pretty That's sure fair. it's not. But well, I'm excited. I like I like creepy dolls. <laughs> so That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been a minute since Chucky's had his own house. He had a scare zone most recently. So Oh yeah. yeah. He had his own house in two thousand nine. So it's been a minute. <laughs> it ha- yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. So this should be exciting. And I I like the the design of the Chucky in the show compared to the Chucky in the movies. I think he looks cooler. He looks a bit more modern. So I hope well, that they bring I mean, that. It is more modern, so. Yeah. Well, because the show the the show is like our time. It's not Yeah. Past yeah, I think or so. Yeah. I just think he looks better, and I hope they bring that to the house as well. Yeah. Cool. What a handsome little man. Such a handsome little man. He's just a little fella who might kill you. (laughs) Totally casual. That's beside the point. 
Right. Oh, Michelle, God. what's our next speculated house and where Ooh, is it? This one is exciting to me. I hope it comes to fruition. This mm-hmm. is um, in front of the entrances in front of Red Rocket. And it is rumored to be another Universal Monsters house, but this time Phantom of the Opera versus Dracula. Ah, I'm so excited. That would be so awesome. Yeah. That is very cool. Yeah. This they, is like, go for it, Kenneth. What? No, you go, you go. Oh, okay. This is the one like speculated house before today where this spec map actually came out that I have seen on Twitter. Like for the past week, I have been seeing from both HHN Hollywood like accounts and Universal Orlando accounts. This one is the most highly speculated phantom Mm. versus dracula so the fact that it was being talked about before this spec map came out makes me think that it may actually happen yeah yeah and again keep the monsters coming Mm -hmm. um it's it's i've never will get tired of having a new new versions of universal monsters stories at horror nights they're always welcome in my mind and I feel like this gives us a definitive answer of Dracula one, uh, the legends collide battle and <laughs> has survived there you to, go. uh, to now fight the <laughs> phantom who I think really like fits in aesthetically. Like it feels like they would hang out in the same kinds of buildings. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. This, oh my God, this is going to be such, these are my two favorite monsters simply for their aesthetic. Uh, they're going to be, it's going to be so cool. It's going to be beautiful. Dark house for sure. Very dark. Lots of red velvet, lots of curtains. Yeah. Um, potentially lots of beautiful women, some Christine Daae, some brides of Dracula. I'm here for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some really good music. I hope they bring back that that scare effect that really got me last year with Dracula, where you were staring at him and it looked like he was down the hall. Oh, and then yeah. You turn the corner and he's like right there in your face. The mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully a lot more flying Dracula. Mm. Um, Ooh, yes. Yeah. This is going to be so cool. And lots of loud organ scares. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be really, really cool. Love it. Yeah. I, I, it's funny to me that the Phantom of the Opera is considered a classic, like universal monster because he's just a guy with an ugly face, isn't he? (laughs) Like, he's not a monster. Yeah. Maybe a phantom. Dracula and, um, like creature. The Wolfman, like, yes, monsters. Uh, The Phantom of the Opera is just an exiled man. (laughs) Yeah. He was a deformed, exiled orphan that was part of, like, a circus kind of thing. the same as Hunchback. Yeah. Yeah, Hunchback isn't really a monster either in my mind. (laughs) Yeah. He's just a circus sideshow kind of deal. Yeah. Very sad. Rescued yeah. by someone who worked at the theater, and then he grew up in the bottom of the theater, and he fell in love with a, a beautiful woman, and he wrote her an opera, and then she ran off with another man. How dare they? Mm. Mm. See, that kind of thing would make a monster out of anyone. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is very true. But this this should be really cool. I this is the one out of this entire spec map that I am 100% gunning for and will actually yes. cry my eyes out if it doesn't end up happening. <laughs> I will need so to awesome. be consoled. Yeah. Um cool. And yeah, it's uh rumored to be the Music Plaza, so where Oh my god, what was there last year? The Banshee, Salem... the, the the Spirit of the Coven. Yeah, Spirit of the Coven. Um and and the Bride of Dracula the year before. Well, the two mm-hmm. years before, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Keep the Universal Monsters in the front of the park. Yeah, Great they're your flagship. They're your marquee. They're your, they're your in, in-house brand. Yeah. Put them right up put, front. Put them in a soundstage. They deserve all the space in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, house number C... Uh, I may cry if this actually happens. It was rumored last year and then it turned into something else. That's like kind of similar, I guess. Um, but house C, which is in the Jimmy Fallon soundstage is rumored to be the last of us. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) See, I have not played the game and nor have I watched the the show. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. What? Other than it's, Lee talking about it, I really don't know much about it. Man. Okay, so I never played the game. I'm not a gamer, unfortunately. Um, but I have a very, very good friend at work who is obsessed with The Last of Us, actually has um, Ellie's tattoo from, like, the second Last of Us game. Um, and they the, having them talk about it at work before the show came out, I was like – this is actually really cool. And then obviously hearing Lee talk about it all the time, I, I get the hype. And now that the show has come out, I completely get the hype. It is so freaking cool. Um, and I think that it would be such a fantastic house. And in a soundstage too, I think they could really, really do just such a good job of this um, piece of media. I'm pumped. I think yeah. a lot of people will be pumped because oh, I, yeah. I mean, I hear about it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's very popular. And I think this is kind of the, um, the big draw IP wise. Like this would be this year's version of this, like a stranger things, like the oh, thing absolutely. that's new and everyone is like, Oh my gosh, that thing is so great. We got to go see it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's another thing here on the list that might also be that, but this feels <laughs> like it's like the biggest deal to yeah. me. And, like, before I'd always heard about it, the game-wise, but, yeah, just like you said, now that it is actually a show with very popular people in the show, it will 100% have that same draw as Stranger Things. And it would potentially be a partnership with HBO Max, which would be new for us at Universal, and then could bring in a lot of other pieces of media if they continue that partnership after I mean, so. I guess so. HBO is part of Warner Brothers, which that relationship is already established with Harry Potter. But mm, true, the HBO brand, I I don't know how separate it is. You know, like if if the same corporate parent equals working relationship the same to that level. Right. You know, so maybe I it's something that, yeah. new. I don't yeah. know. 
Maybe we'll get a house based on that new Velma show that everyone in the world seems to hate so much. (laughs) Oh my gosh. People need to get a grip. Calm down. It's not very good, but it also is Oh, is it not very good? No, it's not. Oh man. (laughs) It's it's really, really weird and like has nothing to do with Scooby Doo. Um and like I it 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 has its problems, but like people are so mad and I'm just like, guys, it's a cartoon. Can we like come? Can we just like move on? People are mad about everything. People (laughs) are upset about the. I mean, talking about The Last of Us, people are upset that um, the one episode had a gay couple, and people are upset that Bella Ramsey uses they them pronouns and is non binary and bound their chest while they were on the show. And they're mad. I mean, they're not mad about anything Pedro Pascal is doing because that man can do no wrong, but (laughs) um, they're just so upset. I don't understand. Stop being so upset. Yeah. It, let's, it is what I, it is. Everybody's I like it when people mad. are like, happy. No one was super upset when they changed half of the first book, Sorcerer's Stone, when they put it in the movie. No one was upset when they completely left out an entire character from that first book, which then continued through the rest of them. Like, why are people all upset now? Talking about peeves? Yeah. Yeah, we don't need peeves. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, <laughs> kinda. <laughs> what what does he do important? He never does anything important. He's just there uh, to be annoying. Still. <laughs> it just stop being so upset, people. This is gonna be such a good house. Um, this was rumored last year to be in one of the tents, which then became the other dystopian oh, uh, yeah. house that we had that was super cool that I Descendants I'm, of Destruction. There I you love go. That one. Um, with mushroom people at the end. So I guess it's kind of yeah. like <laughs> a prequel to Super Nintendo World. <laughs> <laughs> Happy second day of opening. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing so good, Universal Hollywood. We're rooting for you. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> uh, anyways, Kenneth, what is our next speculated house? Um, can you hear Marty back there? Oh, like just a little bit. Whimpering in his in his dreams. Um, our next house on the list is back at the New York Public Library facade, the entrance on the left. And this is an original, speculated to be an original house about the Krampus legend. Oh, my God. So, so not based excited. on the movie. Uh, not a redoing of the house from 2016, but an original story based on Krampus. So that's very interesting to me. Uh, to to do a non-IP version of a house that you've done as an IP before. Or not of a house, but of a story that was right. part of an IP before. That right. has already been done at the event. It's a really interesting move. I'm not against it. It's just I've never th- would have thought that we would see something like this. Yeah. The Krampus... The folklore behind Krampus, though, is so much darker than the movie. The movie had obvious, like obviously horror elements, but it had a lot of comedic horror elements as well with like the gingerbread cookies and some of the designs of the monsters and things, the, the elves. But the actual folklore of Krampus is so creepy and I think it would be so cool. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. I'm cheering for this. Uh, for some reason, my gut tells me this is not going to actually happen, but I-, I would really like for it to stay. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know why my gut's telling me that. 
but it is. <laughs> Maybe because I like really, really want it to happen. And so right. my brain's like, don't get too excited. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to manifest it out of existence. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> If you just don't look at it, it will stay right where it is. Yes, maybe. It was one of, (laughs) like, I went through the the house that they had before and, oh my God, I loved it so much. And that's really probably because I was still in my scaredy cat stage. And that was the first year that I think, yeah, that was the first year Audrey came with me. And Mm -hmm. that was probably like the only house that I kept my eyes open during. So it's, it's nostalgic for me, but I would love to see like a much scarier version of that house. Yeah. Um, and this was where Fiesta de Chupacabra was last year. Yeah. I remember the name of that house. (laughs) (laughs) That one stuck for some reason. The other ones didn't. Um, cool. All right. Next house, Michelle. What is it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but it's right next it's right next door and it looks like something that's nautical. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say Dead Man's Pier the Squeak Wall. Part two. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> yeah. Which which if it's anything like last year's nautical house, then I'm here for it. Heck yes. Yeah. If you're looking at the spec map, following along with us, podcast audience, uh, it's just an anchor. And then under it, it says original. So <laughs> yeah, do with that information what you will. Yeah. It's, um, it's the SpongeBob house. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the, uh, who's, who's the, oh my God. The Flying Dutchman. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? They did just put out an audition call for animated characters. So maybe they're just putting their ducks in a row to have a horror nautical SpongeBob house. You never know. Universal has penguins, not ducks. Ducks are at Disney. We actually have minions. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of them. Probably too many minions. (laughs) This is actually a nautical minions house. (laughs) I would be on board. That Ooh. the minions theme of Avenue of the Stars is just going to continue all the way down Creepy to the end. This is oh, it's yes. Shark Tale. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! At the car wash, whoa, yeah. whoa, yeah, yeah. We get to we get to witness the the tragic life of that little shrimp. And <laughs> Oh my, god. oh my god! Let's hope it has something to do with last year's, like a continuation, yeah, of that story somehow. That was just so great, yeah. Or that would be pretty cool, yeah. Anything nautical themed. As someone who grew up on boats, there are so many awesome spooky ghost stories. So they have a lot to pull from. It could be and fun. They put huge boats in that in that oh, sound, yeah. in that soundstage. So they're like, um, let's just leave them. Yeah, we'll do something yeah. else with these next year because it's in the exact same spot, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. They did. They bought those school buses for trick or treat, and then they used them again in. Well, no, they bought them for purge, and then they used them again in trick or treat, and then they used them again in that apocalyptic plant house, uh, seeds of extinction. So for this one, they were like, "Well, we just bought a shit ton of boats, spent so much of our budget on boats. We're going to use them for the next four years. Yeah, <laughs> we're just going to get ready. Soundstage. Yeah, 
We'll yeah. rearrange the lines so they don't realize that <laughs> we didn't even move them. They'll never know. <laughs> uh, Get our money's point, worth though. out of these boats. Yeah, that lady has just been up there playing the violin oh. and screaming <laughs> since HHN ended last year. You like walk into the soundstage during normal operation. You're like, ah. Oh, okay. Hey, how are you doing? Do you need anything? All right. See you next year. Bye. <laughs> Your breaker? Oh, no, they're not coming. You're dead. It's okay. You'll have fun. <laughs> um, oh, so my awesome. God. I'm so mentally ill. It's fine. Okay. Uh, the next house that is speculated is house number F. F for family, F for fast and furious, F for fuck yeah, Vin Diesel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, yeah. Lee's not editing this. I can curse. It's fine. This is the, uh, yeah, this is the HHN show and it's a, a little bit yeah. less family friendly. Yeah. UUOP network after hours. Yeah. Um, so- <laughs> Hour is 11 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Um, exactly. Uh, so rumored to be in the Fast and Furious house is another Horrors of Blumhouse combo house. I just said house 16 times. Uh, and in this one, rumored, we have Megan and Insidious. Insidious, making it a return. I hope it's the original Insidious because I never got to go through an original Insidious house. I only got to go through the one where it was the three houses, Insidious, Sinister, and something else. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint Maddie, but I have a feeling it won't be that because there is a new Insidious movie coming out this year. Are you serious? (gasps) Insidious Fear the Dark uh, is being released July 7th, 2023. What? Yeah. Yes, I love Insidious. I have not seen any trailers. I don't know if there's any marketing out for this movie yet, but it is scheduled. There should be if it's coming out in July. Oh my gosh. They didn't want to step on Megan's toes. That's true. Yeah, true. <laughs> or Cocaine Bear. Universal's oh. got to. Oh my god. Universal's got to spread out all their horror marketing. <laughs> I told my roommate about Cocaine Bear and now we are so excited to go see Cocaine Bear. I have my tickets. I'm going Thursday night. I'm oh pumped. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm very excited about Cocaine Bear. Are you guys really? Yes. yes. <laughs> have you met us? <laughs> when I first saw the trailer I was like, "What the fuck like and somebody was like well it's a true story i'm like it's well, a okay true story. that makes it a little better but come on it's a it's a bear that's coked up like what the fuck? the thing that's so exciting so to cool. me is that cocaine bear is not like a sci-fi original movie or made by like some little studio universe this is a universal pictures yeah major <laughs> release directed by elizabeth banks yeah oh, God. And it is about a bear that eats cocaine and goes on a murder rampage. And I, the fact that that is, the fact that that is released by the same studio that has given us Jurassic World and Fast and Furious. I'm like, yeah, uh, (laughs) Yeah. yes, please. And Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and then Cocaine Bear. Like, give them to me all. (laughs) It is going to be absolutely wild. I'm pumped. Anyway, Cocaine Bear is not at HHN. No. HHN Bear is at HHN, and so is The Horrors of Blumhouse featuring Megan and Well, and we didn't Insidious. even talk about poor little Megan. Like, she's already been released. I haven't seen that one either. 
It's good. Is it? I liked it very much. I might rent it this weekend. It's on my very, very long list of things that I need to watch that I had to put off to the side because I binged Game of Thrones start to finish in two and a half Mm. weeks. So it's on my list. I'll get to it. Okay. So as the only person here who who went and saw Megan, I will say this, because before I saw it, everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so funny. Like... It's it's one of the funniest horror movies I've ever seen. I would not describe it that way. Like it is more comedic than a horror movie normally is, but I would not say that it was like hilarious or anything. Right. Like I watch a lot of comedies. And so when you say like, oh my gosh, that movie was so funny, it's like, I guess compared to like a normal horror movie, but it's <laughs> not a, I don't know that I would say it's an outright comedy. But it is a lot of fun, and it's very campy. It's like a movie that knows what it is. It kind of knows kind of how silly and dumb the premise is, and it kind of leans into that a little right. bit. Um, and uh, it deals a lot with, like, childhood trauma and, like, uh, attachment issues and stuff like that. It's a really interesting movie, and I liked it a lot. And it 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 unfortunately got... Uh, a PG 13 reshoot and re-edit after the dance got so popular on TikTok. That, Cause I'm pretty sure the movie was supposed to be R rated and then it got too popular with the uh, youth of America. And so they, uh, they made it a PG 13 release so that all those kids could go see it. And I really do hope that they release an R rated cut because it felt very, kind of watered down Mm. um, at moments. Like some of the kills could have been so cool if they had shown them, but instead they, they like insinuate what's about to happen and then cut away. And I'm like, come on, we want to see a a, a four foot tall (laughs) AI doll murdering people with a pressure washer. Like let us see it. (laughs) Release the Snyder cut. (laughs) Yeah. Release the R rated cut of Megan. And, um, and it's a good time. It, it's one, I mean, I'd been seeing the trailer for it forever and yeah, you're right. It was all over social media, but then they also did a strange thing with the marketing where they just kept bringing groups of Megan dressed up small people, not, not small people, but like, like women that were shorter in the Megan outfit doing that dance to like a whole bunch of different things they they went to red carpet events and they went to yeah. you know baseball games like i i didn't understand it but that marketing was also going on during the marketing of the movie smile which oh yeah so both of those marketing like ploys were happening at the same time and then both movies released very shortly after one another so it's just the whole thing is very odd to me and I will see it eventually, like I said, but I, I think I have a little bit of like cringe bias just from the marketing aspect of the movie, <laughs> but I am excited to see it because I have heard good things about it. It was, um, it was a good time. I liked it. Yeah. Just from a house perspective though, I, I guess I need to see Megan first to fully formulate an opinion. However, I love the insidious franchise so very much. Yeah, that I think that that could fill the whole house by itself. Like, there's so much material there. Why yeah. do a split house when one of them would be insidious? I mean, insidious. Doing it. 
They've never done a whole house based on one Insidious movie because the first Insidious house was based on the first three movies, which was all of them but at the still time. Still Insidious. I mean, they they still it's still the same. Yeah. Different movies, but like they continue. So it's. At least this time, the horrors of Blumhouse featuring Insidious will be for an Insidious movie that has already been released. Unlike last time when the house was opened and closed before the movie actually came out. Yeah. That was one of the first houses I went in. I thought it was fine. I don't remember much. (laughs) I hadn't watched the movies yet either, but now I love them so much. So I'm like, (laughs) I still haven't seen the last key. Um, I, I have it. I like bought the Insidious collection, but I've, I still have never seen the fourth one. Uh, so I'll have to do a little Insidious marathon before this fifth one comes oh out God. and then go and see it in, like in preparation. They're like comfort movies for me now. <laughs> I yeah. love them. Uh, well, me too now because I was in the Insidious house in 2015. And so like I put it on one time out of just like being like, oh, you know what? I remember liking that movie. I'm going to watch it again. And then what I didn't expect is for the music to make me like feel all cozy and warm inside <laughs> and be like, oh, these were the yeah. days. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Like, I, I, that, that, that almost feels like a movie I could fall asleep to, the first Insidious movie. of like, oh, yeah. I'll put this on just to give myself <laughs> nice, happy feelings while I go to sleep. <laughs> I do fall asleep to them sometimes. I They're great. I love them. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I, I, like, I like Insidious 1 and 2, 2 especially. They are very good. and the Conjuring, my favorites. Also very good. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they exist in the same, like, timeline simply because of that main male character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Patrick Wilson? Yeah. Sometimes they get confused. He's directing the new movie, too. Oh, my gosh. Of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. The only thing that helps me remember what's what is Vera, the – I can't remember her last name – but the woman who's from the Conjuring series, the mom. Mm. I don't know. I haven't seen I the Conjuring ones still. I can see her in my mind, but I don't know her name. Yeah. I um, will also say, just based on the location, that we are once again just like Freaky in the Black Phone. Mm-hmm. This will be split up from indoor to outdoor, I would think. Or like, you know, in the queue and then the tent that they set up outside. Yeah. Um, which I think makes a lot of sense. And I am curious to see if they'll ever try to put one story in that location where you have that weird gap in the middle. So I think as long as that gap exists, you kind of have to make it based on two movies. Why? They could just theme it out. They could. Yeah, Yeah. they could. They could do like an outside portion of the house itself. Because that that freaky half just felt so much shorter. It did. You know? Because it was Um, just inside that little bit of what we cut off on the queue. Which yeah, basically I, just where Letty's truck is. That's right, like right. where the whole house was. I haven't ridden Fast and Furious or really gone to the parks to ride rides past Horror Nights. I went a couple of times for Christmas, but just basically did the tribute store. So have they have they brought back that other part of the queue yet? Like oh. have they opened up those doors for normal operation or are they still only using that one kind of outdoor ish style garage room to go into the ride? I do not have an answer for you. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Anyone out there in podcast land, let, let us know because I unfortunately don't have the time right now to go to the parks, but you know, it would be nice to know. Or if that tent is even still up over on like the side that's closed off. Oh Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been on that ride since we did it with the Weekender in 2018. <laughs> so I do not <laughs> <Nice>. know. <laughs> All right. 
Well, that was Blumhouse. I guess we're excited. Well, not I guess. We are excited. We're excited for all of these speculated houses. Yes. Yeah. No, and, but but like just like last year with Blumhouse, I am excited. Well, I like the one of these movies I've seen and I'm mm-hmm. excited about the other one. So like, yeah. yeah, bring it on. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What's our next house and where is it? Uh, so next up is speculated to be <laughs> an original house, Lair of the Banshees. In location G, which is the entrance where Bugs, Eaten Alive, was last year. Bugs. Uh, and Lair of the Banshees, for those of you who uh, don't remember, was the name of the scare zone in Central Park in HHN 26. Yay! So Yay. here we have another, just like uh, Dead Man's Wharf. Dead Man's Pier was the house, right? Mm-hmm. Wharf was the scare zone. Yeah. We have another original scare zone being uh, turned into a house, which we always love to see. Yes. Personally, an interesting choice. Remind uh, me of the scare zone. Lair of the Banshees. It w- had those caves that I feel like we see pop up a lot. It was in Central Park. It had some beautiful Banshees that were like, face performers with a little bit of prosthetics on and then it had like banshee hags that were in full masks and were like kind of hunched over it also had like um a guy the mask was like a big kind of skull face with like red glowing eyes i think it was a skull face i don't remember um oh it was yeah a, i'm looking at pictures of it right now the costumes were really interesting um, it's not ringing a bell for I me think, for some reason. What's that? I said it's not ringing a bell for me for some reason. Yeah, I okay. So, and I think we've talked about it before, but I was in Vamp Fifty Five, and so this was the scare zone right next door to us. So I, I spent a lot of time seeing those costumes. Otherwise, I might not remember it too well either. Um, I think it wasn't one of the most, um, you know, uh, excited you know, well-received scare zones, especially with other ones that were around that year. Yeah. I'm looking at Um, pictures now too. It's, it kind of, I just said not enough. Yeah. Not enough to be like really ringing my bell. It's yeah. Oh yeah. See that first picture of this guy with the, with the scythe and the glowing face, Mm -hmm. the glowing eyes that I love that costume. Yeah. Yeah, That's the one I was talking about. I really like it. And and you're right. It does have those same caves that they had for um, the HHN uh, 30. Well, I guess that'd be 31. No, it was HHN 30 when they brought back. uh, Oh, my God. I'm the worst. Aren't these the same caves that were over in the. Why can't I think of it either? Last year. Oh, the, wait, they are. The They've witches, used them. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, no. Conjure the Dark. Yes. Mm-hmm. They've used them a couple of times because they also use them for the one in Central Park during HHN 30. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. classic caves. Yeah. I I really like this. I I enjoy the design and the difference in the design of all of these different scare actors. Like, none of them... None of them look the same as the other one. Like, I've, it's really, really cool. Um, from the description, uh, evil spirits and horrific creatures roam free in this dark hollow deep in the forest. 
I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I like a banshee. I like. Yeah. I think that sounds cool. It's a, yeah. The aesthetic is cool. The designs of the costumes are cool. I hope that they reuse some of those looks and uh, introduce some new ones. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, the soundtrack on this website doesn't make any sense. Why would they be playing music from The Last of the Mohicans and Ender's Game? What? That's not correct. Because why not? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, Layer of the Banshee in the same place as Bug House. So tent, tent house, which tent could be cool. number two. Tent two. Bada bing, bada boom. Michelle, what is our next speculated house? So over by Men in Black, we have an original called Devil Dogs. Yeah. You guys must might know more about this. I have no idea what this could be. I am very excited about this. Okay, tell the me. only devil dogs you Kenneth, you go. I know what you're gonna yeah, yeah. I've I've okay. Okay. This is finally well, <laughs> I guess for the second time <laughs> another full house everywhere you look based on <laughs> one of the short movies Featured in Slaughter Cinema. Yeah. Devil Dogs was the second scene in Slaughter Cinema. It was werewolf bikers in a biker bar. And I want every single room in Slaughter Cinema to become a full house. Yeah. Uh, Danny Tanner, Michelle Tanner, Uncle Jesse, give them all. I want every single one. (laughs) Yeah, no, but I, it's, I, this is going to be exciting. This is going to be exciting. If this actually comes to fruition, which I hope it does, it's going to be really, really cool. Um, they have so much to pull from slaughter cinema. So it's exciting to see a second piece of media from that house. Yeah. The devil dogs. I mean, it was a well, well decorated set for only two scare actors. So I'm excited to see more and I'm excited to see a more fleshed out story because I don't believe Devil Dogs was one that had a trailer on the big screen out front. Oh, did it not? I don't, I really don't remember if it did or not. I think it just had the poster and then the scene inside the house with the bar and the bikers. I bet it did have a trailer. I think they all did. And there were also trailers for movies that were not in the house mm. or like that were like trailers for houses from the past. Right. I can't um, fully recall. That was a, a few too many years ago for my brain to recollect. Yeah. Um, but I am excited. One of my friends was one of the devil dogs in this house. So oh. it'll be funny to see his character come back. Um, I want Cult of the Beast Baby next, though. <laughs> I want, I want Shitty's Kids. House. Oh, Shitty's Kids. And the one, the um, Amazon Cannibals from Outer Space. Oh, oh yeah. That's the, that's the shirt that I got when you could get yeah. the movie on the t-shirts. I got animal, Amazon Cannibals from Planet Hell. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited. Every I'm single so excited. one. Yeah. But Devil um, Dogs, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be It'll be an interesting, if it does come to fruition, remember everything here is speculated. Yeah, oh, it's so hard not to get your hopes up, though. Like it's really, really, really difficult 
not to be like, yes, this spec map right here, I want everything on it. Absolutely everything. Um, yeah. But this one would be cool. We don't we don't get enough werewolves. I we really I mean Yeah. We have a lot of zombies in our past, but we don't have a lot of werewolves besides the obvious one werewolf that is in Universal Monsters, but still. Right. And the American werewolf in London. But oh, yeah. those are so I feel like those are very traditionally presented werewolves. Obviously, like the yeah. Wolfman is the most traditional werewolf right. that exists. <laughs> but like American Werewolf in London is, you know, along the same tradition, you know, that same kind of standard version of a werewolf. Yeah. And I Devil Dogs was a, a different take on it, a very, you know, grindhouse B movie version of what a werewolf movie could be. Um this is of all the things on this list, this is like number one on my hype. Really? <laughs> That's yes. awesome. Slaughter Cinema is my favorite thing that Horror Nights yeah. has ever done. And so like this, I'm so happy. Yeah. It should if be this is exciting. real. If this is real, of course. I know. We gotta we gotta keep it. Yeah. Keep our expectations in check. <laughs> can't can't manifest it off the spec map. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel like I did that last year a lot. I got so excited about certain things, and then they were gone on the very next step map, and I was like, ah, yeah. of course, this has to happen. Um, awesome. Well, we have two houses left, and they are, honestly, I- I'm going to be real. These are the two that I don't, not the not the speculated house ideas, but the location of the houses. I am very unsure as how they're going to set this up, because the last two houses we have are the ones that you have to go through RIP kid zone to get to. So like, how are we going to have entrances to houses in those two normal spots by ET? I'm very confused. Well, if you look at the map, those spots are not by ET. Oh, are Um, they not? No, I is on the corner (gasps) of the Simpsons ride and Jay is on the corner of like quickie Mart. Wait, you're right. I'm I am such an idiot. I'm so sorry. Um, oh, then that is even stranger. Well, there is that gate there. There's that gate that leads back yeah. behind the um, the quick service restaurant in Simpsons area. But yeah, is that- the, the the gate where all the the like kids are yeah. like have their hands up like they're being you know patted down by yeah. Chief Wiggum right there. Like that gate I think is going to be open and will be the entrance to uh, getting back into the parade buildings. I'm getting, I'm guessing. Um, That's going to be tight. Yeah. It's hard to tell whether G H I and J are like, are G and H still going to be the tents or would it make sense? H is probably still a tent. Um, Yeah. But G could be the new parade building where the weekend was last year. And like, conceivably you know because it could just go all the way down straight down that street like behind men in black and instead of turning towards the tents like we did for bugs just keep going straight and all the way around the back of the parade building that would be a nightmare it would be terrible do these new entrances make it shorter or longer with uh, of a walk with them being there instead of over by et it's probably to the old parade building longer and to the new one shorter. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, because the I'm thinking about when I was a scare actor and I was in those two tent houses where our break space was. So, okay, the the little area um where you can kind of like see the backstage of Simpsons that RIP tours sometimes come through. Mm-hmm. Um that is where all of that connects. So I'm assuming that that whole backstage area would just be open, just like you said, Kenneth, and then it would loop you in front of where Descendants of Destruction was and just walk you down. But they would also need to keep that area open for vehicles to come through. So I don't know. I don't it's know. It's going to be really tricky. Like, I'm sure that they've been working on the logistics ever since they knew KidZone would be closing. Yeah. Of figuring out how to get people back to those four houses that are all in one little corner of the backstage areas. Because right. um, how do you put four queues in all that area and then still have the means to, you know, let characters get to and from set or to the grill to get food if they need to eat yeah. or to the makeup and costume areas or to, the, you know, like there's so many things that have to be going on backstage that like this area behind that Simpsons gate was just like the hub of all of those like tent houses and the, you know, when the chainsaws were in Simpsons and like they weren't roaming around. That was like where everybody was. And that whole open area back there was just like, this is our backstage. And now if there's like two lines running through there, it's going to be very interesting to see how that shakes up the um, backstage operations of of the area. Yeah. But even not just the scare actors, but also the quick service restaurant as well. Cause you're walking right past the kitchen area of that entire Simpsons quick service restaurant. Right. Yeah. That's that too. It'll be interesting. I just wish that they would come up with like a backstage entrance for all of those houses back there for like, I understand when it's a really busy night and the lines are backed up all the way to the main entrances. But most of the nights that I go, those lines are never backed up all the way to the entrance. I wish there was a way for you to like get in line for H for instance. And then without having to go all the way back out into the park, I wish there was a way to jump into the line for the other two that are backstage. Like it's split. Like you just entered a single line for three houses. Yeah. And then as you got closer, oh. it's or just be like, like, Hey, the line for like, like, um, weekend and, um, monsters last year like if the line wasn't long i wish they'd be like hey you can just jump in to uh weekend right now like without having to go all the way back out like that would be amazing i i i'm i'm guessing what i'm imagining as you say that is kind of like a if they open up a backstage area as like a little courtyard where the entrances to those like to three or four of those houses are is that what you kind of mean yeah by like a backstage entrance yeah yeah because, like, I literally, I've been to HHN so many times, and I've never seen the lines actually back up all the way to the entrance. So you're really just exiting, and you exit all in the same exit, pretty much. So you exit, walk two miles, <laughs> walk two miles back in. <laughs> yeah. Go through a house, yeah. exit two miles, walk two miles back in. Like, yeah, that would be my request. And there's, there's really no, like, looking at, the setup for this right now with the construction at 
old Shrek, so that we lost a house there. And now with the construction at Kid Zone, and with them taking away the tent house over by Men in Black, which was the Blumhouse houses, um, the only way that they would be able to cut down all this ridiculous like line would just be to drop two houses. And they no, no, no. clearly don't want to do that. Right. Right. Because there's no more space in the sound stages unless they cut the music plaza into two cues and have one go through one side and the other one go through the other side. I really don't see any other area where you can add a house or add yeah. a tent. Also, it's interesting that we're not getting that space in the Shrek building back because I know Alicia Stella has been saying with the rumors for the Minions, new Minions thing, that there would be space designated in that building for haunted houses. Oh. And that Minion ride will have been open by the time this HHN rolls around. So um, I, I maybe maybe they didn't designate a space or maybe it wasn't clear whether it would be ready in time to start building a house so they didn't plan one there. Or like, right. You know, it's we maybe could have moved out of one of these locations to ease the congestion of the queues if we could have gone back into what will now be the villain con right building yeah i guess we'll we'll just have to find out but talking about our last two speculated houses uh for house letter i we have a guitar and a lightning bolt Thoughts, feelings, vibes? I don't have any. <laughs> it, it also doesn't say original or not original, so I have no idea. Yeah, it almost... the Because the two other symbols... Well, I mean, there's one that's li- truly a symbol and one that's in Japanese um, right. that I don't know how to read. Uh, both of those say original, and then this one doesn't, which makes me think that it's an IP. It's Metallica. <laughs> See, that's the, that's kind of where your mind wants to go with that yeah. lightning bolt. But would they give the annoying people the satisfaction? I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, I don't think it would be a bad idea necessarily. But after people complained so hard about The weekend and being like, that's not horror. This kind of music isn't scary. And it's like, are you really going to, like, let them like, give them a win and be right. like, okay, fine. Here's your heavy metal house. <laughs> It's an Eddie Munson. That's house, what I'm. Actually. That's what I'm thinking. I like when I saw it. I was like, "That looks like oh. Stranger Things." Yeah, or Maybe. it could be Bill and Ted, Wild Stallions, <laughs> Eddie versus Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Munson would win. <laughs> Don't even. Yeah, Harry oh, Potter man. doesn't even know how to play the guitar, let alone right. know how to play. Master of Puppets mere weeks after it's released. I'm so going to hope for another Stranger Things house. I mean, isn't there supposed to be another season release this year? Oh, that season's not going to come out. Season five, I don't think, is speculated to come out until 2025. They haven't even started filming. But season four is still fresh. Yeah. Yeah. In our our mind. I mean, relatively speaking. In our mind. HHN wise, it's more current than... The Phantom of the Opera, that movie oh, came out know, so long ago. I know the yeah, it did. I know the Netflix <laughs> relationship was rocky there, so who knows. But yeah. That, yeah. that was the first thing that came to my mind when I saw that with the yeah. guitar and the lightning bolt. You thought Stranger Things? I did. Hmm. I have no idea. 
Hmm. I'm going to say Metallica is my one guess. Okay. Wait, is there a lightning bolt in ACDC in the symbol for ACDC? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. The the slash between the AC and the DC is a lightning is bolt. Is a lightning bolt. Oh. But uh, uh-huh. I don't know a lot about ACDC, but I've never gotten the impression that they are a horror uh you know I mean type band I don't either but the kinds of bands that you would think from that era of music at least would be like an Iron Maiden or yeah. Black Sabbath you know Iron Maiden is very horror yeah uh what's the word I can't get like motif I have no idea horror themed they they use a lot of horror imagery in their artwork and their yeah, yeah, yeah. you know all that stuff Eddie uh the <laughs> the Iron Maiden character, like their mascot is named Eddie yeah. and he's like a, a zombie basically. Um, or you could get, uh, the misfits could have a house, mm-hmm. you know, the misfits is a classic punk band that is like, they have songs straight up about horror movies, like True. a song about Frankenstein, a song about zombies. Like we covered five misfits songs in the family ghouls show. So like they are very much along these lines. They've used they used a Misfits song in the Vamp eighty five. Yeah. So like the Misfits could be, but like this doesn't scream any one of those things. Those are just bands that if there's a guitar and you're like, what band is it going to be? And it's a guitar because like I don't know that a guitar <laughs> right. would have led us to the weekend necessarily. No. Um, this does feel a little bit more rock and roll. Maybe it's Kiss. It's, be- it's Kiss, and all of the scary part <laughs> oh. is Gene Simmons tongue is like super long (laughs) you know what a kiss a kiss one would be cool i would that would work for me too like you know the 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 face paint and like it's so funny to me that kiss was seen as like devil music and like they're just a bunch of old farts (laughs) yeah you know they're like this music is too hard it's corrupting the people and you listen to it now i want to rock it it's like poppier than pop yes (laughs) uh it's gonna be a house revolving around the band that frankenstein had in the beetlejuice graveyard review (laughs) Oh my gosh. If it like, okay. Yeah. The next universal monsters house is the Beetlejuice's rock and roll graveyard review, uh, on tour. I want a scare (laughs) where the bride of Frankenstein gets her like dress ripped and it's just her outfit with the skirt from the show because that was (laughs) such a badass outfit. I wanted it so bad. (laughs) The biggest um, tragedy of the failure of the dark universe is that we'll never get a movie where all the monsters have a rock band together. Yeah. It would be so cool. <laughs> man. And Tom Cruise is their manager. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Universal, listen to us. We have the ideas. Javier Bardem learned how to play the bass for this and then you canceled the entire franchise rough rough times out here yeah oh my god all right well let's talk about this last house so um it is a a bunch of japanese characters yeah, anybody speak japanese um i copied and pasted this into google translate to see how it's pronounced and it goes uh nihon no ikiyoshibutsu or something like that. I did my best imitation of 
what this uh, Google Translate voice just said. Kenneth, you According to Google Translate, uh, doing detect Japanese detected translating to English, it says Japanese good luck. All right. Well, I'm scrolling Twitter at the moment after this spec map has been released, and it looks like people have translated it into Japanese monsters. Oh. What yeah. are some Japanese monsters? Good luck and monsters are different things. Yeah. Those are two different things. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Maybe. Depending on who you are, I guess, who you ask. Um, Let's see. Japanese monsters. Well, Godzilla. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Could be fun. Could be exciting. An original, an original house inspired by Godzilla oh would be so fun. That would be so cool. Um, there's actually a lot. I unfortunately really? don't know much about Japanese culture. Um, however, from this simple Google search, I'm looking at probably 25, maybe 30 uh, popular Japanese monsters. So this first one... His name is Kappa. He is a Pokemon-esque monster in nature. The Kappa is a small green goblin-like creature that is believed to lurk near shallow waters, rivers, and streams. Creepy. Hmm. Um, there is it's another... funny you said Pokemon because I was about to say, technically Pokemon are Japanese monsters. True. So it's a Pokemon could... house. I love it. Get Gengar in here. <laughs> Gengar and Hunter. I unfortunately don't know much about Pokemon. I know Pikachu. Eevee. Yeah. That's about it. Eevee, um, oh yeah. Umbreon and Espeon uh, makes sense with Halloween Horror Nights. We'll get all the ghost-type Pokemon and all of the dark-type Pokemon and just have have them run amok. <laughs> I mean, I would that- be here for that. Me? Yeah, I would love that idea. And if you give us a <laughs> wristband, kind of how they have out at another park in across the United States where we can capture <laughs> said Pokemon, that would be even better. <laughs> and they can we can have a score at the end of walking through the house. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I'm going for right there. That's my, <laughs> oh my guess. Gosh. Some of these are very scary. Um, Yuki Ona is a beautiful woman with snow white skin and long black hair who wanders through the frigid winter. She preys upon travelers lost in heavy snows. She's similar to a succubus. What? Oh my gosh. These are Hmm. very spooky. Sounds very Bly Manor. Yeah. Do, oh, oh, I actually yeah. just rewatched Blind Manor and I could not be happier. Love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> y'all were talking about Insidious being your comfort like movie. Blind Manor is my comfort show. I could it's fall so asleep good. to Blind Manor. Okay. Um, Yam, wait, I'm going to mispronounce this. Hold on. Yama Uba is a monster who looks like an elderly woman until she attacks. Oh. <laughs> and then what does she look like? An old hag with bedraggled hair wearing a grimy kimono. She's also called the Mountain Witch. Cool. Okay, so this could be a cool house. This could be a very cool house. Um, I would be very okay with this. Any sort of like, because I know we were talking about last year, um, 
having like a American, oh my gosh, the Mothman is considered what? What is the term for Mothman? A cryptid? Cryptid. There we go. We were talking last year about having like an American cryptid's house. Having like a Japanese monster style cryptid house I think would be very cool. That would be cool. Kind of, I mean, just like how we had the Chupacabra last year. Right, a cryptid. As yeah, yeah. Th- that's 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 you know dangerous waters in terms of you know cultural representation, but right. uh, a, a really huge untapped well of source material of monsters that are already established and exist and like lore that you can pull from. Yeah, I think they did a very good job last year with how they represented the Chupacabra house. Right? It's okay. It wasn't my favorite. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought it was done respectfully and, and well. Yeah. All of the triggers were in Spanish, which I think is very, very cool. Yeah. They had, um, as as far as I know, the masks that they were wearing and some of the costume design was similar um, to how it is culturally. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know. Um. But yeah, could be fun. Once again, everything is still speculated. This is only version 1.0. So we'll see what happens when the next version comes out. Um, and then our only speculated show is another Nightmare Fuel in the Fear Factor tent. Tent? Stage. stage. Good Lord Almighty. Yep, stage. It is a stage. <clears throat> but I think that's yeah, a fair that's assumption. It. Yeah. Yeah. So Any which final thoughts? Which, oh. which houses would you be super sad if they ended up disappearing from the spec map in the future, you know, universal monsters and the last of us. Okay. <laughs> Kenneth <laughs> right off the bat. Um, devil dogs and, um, Blumhouse. I'm, I'm excited for Blumhouse, but devil dogs, I'm very attached to. Um, and I, that's the, that's the, really the biggest one. Okay. Devil dogs. Mine would be Insidious, not necessarily the whole Blumhouse thing. Um, the Monsters, Phantom with Dracula, and Krampus. Mm, Krampus. Those would be my three. I'm really hanging on tight for my Stranger Things house, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guitar is a, a mystery. It is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of maybe the most fun thing about this speculation map, is that even on the speculation map of like, hey, this isn't official, but... <laughs> also, we're not telling you anything. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, three of these. Speculate away. They probably just put yeah, random. The speculation map has further speculation. Yeah, on yeah it. they just put <laughs> random photos up. They're like, we're just going to throw them off. Let them have something yeah. to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We log on to see next the next speculation map, and it is actually Eddie Munson versus Harry Potter. And we're like, oh, my God, they listened. <laughs> right? They heard us. They just wanted to know our ideas. Yes. Netflix and HBO Max yes. in yes. one house. <laughs> no, listen, if you're going to listen to one thing that we talked about tonight, have it be a backstage entrance for those damn houses. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> good Lord. Yeah. Don't make us walk all the way back. I mean, the bug house line was one thing, but sheesh, then you have to do it three times. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Get your steps in. We do. We always love it. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening and we will 
see you soon in the fog. We're just a little bit early, but it's fine. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) A couple days past. Uh, Until next time, for more content, be sure to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash rush of fear and follow us on the Instagrams and the Twitters at rush of fear pod. Someone take away. Uh, uh, for more general Universal Orlando Resort news, check out our friends and UUOP network hosts over at the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast, wherever podcasts can be found. For all of your travel needs, especially HHN related, reach out to our host and sponsor Port Key Vacations. Visit her website, portkeyvacations.com. Just click on the port key and submit your no obligation quote request to begin planning your next magical vacation. And be sure to check out my band, Pangolin, everywhere that you listen to music online and follow us on social media at PangolinFL. And follow yeah. the UUOP on TikTok at UUOPod, where you'll find Maddie creating weird and wacky videos ever so often. Yeah. I'm going to plug something real fast. Plug away, Maddie. Okay, cool. Um... I was scared to do this before, but I guess I'll do it now because I actually kind of care about it now. I have a podcast too. It's called Mayo Radio Podcast, spelled M-A-O. Those are my initials, Mayo Radio Podcast. You can find it all the same places that you can find this podcast. Um, It's been going on for about a year now, but because of how busy I was, I kind of let it fall to the wayside. But 2023 is my year. I've already released two episodes for the year. Um, along with all the backlog from when it was started. So yeah, go listen to it. I guess it's fun. And okay, cool. Awesome. That's it. Yay, Yay, you have something to plug. Yeah, that's so fun and exciting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, the podcast has come to an end. Now get out. Bye-bye. Bye.